0: Hey there, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is going to be episode number 17. And I'm really, really excited to share this next episode with you because it's going to be an interview with another Amazon seller, which I think you are going to love because uh, it's a regular guy just like me. Actually, it's funny because he actually started the exact same month that I started. It was in October. He started a a few weeks later. Actually, a week later. I think I was October 22nd. He was October 31st. So yeah, almost identical to the date, but he's got a very interesting story. His name is Danny Brewer and, uh, you're going to hear just by his story that, uh, He just went out there and did it and he found a way and he's got a very, very unique story as far as how he got going in this whole thing. And I think it's going to really inspire you. It's going to give you some ideas on what you can do. And the one thing I want you to pay attention to is um, the one thing that he did in the, in the beginning. And I don't want to give it away, but you know, the power of meetups, the power of like little mastermind groups and how that really took his idea of this whole thing and really just brought it to the next level and then how he was able to uh, just network with people to kind of get in the mindset of, of how this whole thing works. But uh, just a, that was just a little bit, but I mean, he is doing awesome. Uh, he did uh, over $40,000 in one month, uh, revenue that is, so he's definitely selling some goods. So you're going to want to definitely pay attention to this. Before we do get going, Though I want to remind you, this is episode number 17, so the show notes will be at the amazing amazingsellercom forward slash 17. And that's all the episodes. Okay. If I ever refer to an episode, uh, it'll be like episode number 12. Let's say it would be, you know, theamazingseller.com forward slash 12 or whatever the episode is in this case. Okay. And, um, if you're learning, if you're learning of this show for the very first time, I want to welcome you. I want to say thank you for, for stopping by, uh, because, you know, it's all about getting the message out there and really connecting with people. And I'm going to read one. I, I always do this in the beginning of a show. I'm going to read one review that came in from iTunes, uh, which I'm so grateful for. And iTunes has been just really awesome to our podcast because it's just, uh, keeping us in the new and noteworthy. And we're getting a ton of new people, uh, that, just didn't even know that the show existed, so I, I really want to thank you all for doing that, but I, I always like to share one that really kind of, uh, you know, just kind of made me laugh or chuckle, and also that made a difference, so, um, you know, the headlines are usually what get me just like they would if you're reading an email or something like that, right? Well, he, here's the one I want to read. It's from Ninja Monkey, okay, and uh, the name of, uh, or the the headline was, A Punch in the Face Five Star, If ever there were a podcast that needed a punch in the face, this is not that podcast. Scott tells it like it is and is a real person. He is sharing his story as he builds his own Amazon business, and at some point, he plans on selling in other places online. I'm new to the entrepreneurial world, and his podcast gives me hope that one day I can quit my job and never look back. In simpler terms, Scott and his podcast are brilliant. If anything you will find Yeah, let me repeat that. If anything you will find, this podcast will punch you in the face with awesomeness. And that's my two cents. Smiley face. Hey, thank you, Ninja, for uh, for definitely uh, you know, sharing that with me. I was awesome. I appreciate it, and I do hope that one day you could leave your job because I know a lot of people say, Scott, I love that you're able to, to work from home and uh, and do what you want. And that's really what this business you know, allows you to do. So, you know, thank you for that. And you know, again, I'm receiving tons of emails, tons of comments, and I'm doing my best to get back to everyone that does uh you know leave a comment or that does send an email or a private message. Um if I don't I do apologize, but the show is getting quite popular, so it's gonna be harder and harder as we go. So just bear with me. All right. So with all that all being said, let's just dive right in here. I want you guys to meet Danny because he is an awesome guy that's doing awesome things and I think you're gonna learn a ton from it. So I'm gonna shut up now and we're gonna go ahead and turn it over to the recording. That I did with Danny, and uh, that's it. Just enjoy the show, and I will talk to you at the end of the show with my thoughts. All right, so enjoy it. All right, everyone. Well, we have a special guest on the show today. Name is Danny Brewer, and uh, he is going to uh, he's going to take us through his journey real quick. He started right around the same time I did. And, uh, and he's doing fairly well, and actually better than fairly well. Uh, he's doing really well. And uh, he's actually going to share his story, because I told you guys I was going to bring people on that were just like myself, starting. And he started, I believe it was October 31st. 30th, 31st. Danny, correct that for me. It was Halloween night, right?
1: Yeah, it was Halloween night. 31st, I believe it was.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Well, hey, welcome to the show, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. And I know that you're on your phone right now or skyping, but uh, you you, you kind of squeezed me in. But yeah, let's let's kind of let's kind of just dig right in, right? I mean, I I don't really even know that much of the backstory as much as you're gonna you know reveal today, but kind of tell us what got you started and why you want to get started and then kind of take us through the journey up to this point, And then we can maybe dig into some of your, your strategies as far as product selection and, uh, and kind of launching the products.
1: Sure. Uh, basically I'm, I, I... I've done a whole lot of research on internet marketing, which is your background, yep. but you've probably done a little bit of it. Yep. I've never done any of it. I've mm-hmm. bought a lot of it, but I've never done <laughs> any of it.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I have too, though, Danny. Let me be honest. I have too. I've spent thousands.
1: Yeah, so I, I've spent some money trying to learn a business here and there. And then, of course, you know, I've, Listen to the smart passive income blog and yeah. I was like, Man, that just seems like a lot of work to me. I've got to write something every week, two times a week. And then the guy's doing two to three years. Yeah, he's cashing in now, but I just don't have I don't have that kind of work ethic.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot. It's a lot of work. Um, It is rewarding when when it's all said and done, but I'm not a writer either. Uh, So writing to me is painful.
1: (laughs) It it is to me, too. I'd rather if if I could talk like this and then somebody else write it, which I guess you can have that done. But uh, when you're starting with uh, a negative checkbook, Mm -hmm. it's a little hard to outsource. (laughs) No, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So yeah, so okay, so I mean, so you kind of got the bug a little bit, let's say, where you're you're kind of thinking to yourself, I, I want to make a little extra money, and you have a full time job too, by the way, right?
1: Correct, and I like my job, so okay, so. And, it, and it provides me a lot of benefits in life, health, and you know, security. So I do like it.
0: Okay, so you you didn't do this necessarily because you wanted to leave your job; you just wanted to do it to supplement your income and make some more money.
1: That's correct. I I was also, uh, you know probably five, six years ago before the real estate boom, I was doing some investing and stuff like that. And uh, I made pretty good money at that, but the real estate market was taking a turn. So I looked uh, this company here, offered me a, a spot to come in and do some sales for them. And it, and it's worked out fine. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all getting older. Uh, they're, the owners are getting older and we just kind of got to look for uh, the way out and Personally, just the full-time job wasn't enough to fulfill my mind. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I totally—I mean, it's, it's like that little security blanket, right? I mean, we want to sure. know that we're going to be able to have a little something um, that we could fall back on, and, and this year is, is definitely going to allow you to do that and, and supplement your income. So that's awesome. And, okay, so so kind of catch us up then, okay, to the time that you kind of thought about this and then to where you, you released, like, maybe product number one, and maybe just take us through that process.
1: Okay, so what I did, I uh, just caught a YouTube video of somebody that was on uh, one of these ASM videos promoting the ASM, you know, platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, well, that seems doable, you know. Sure. So that piqued my interest. So the next thing I did is, you know, I was looking to do something. I, like I said, I was a real estate broker, did some, used to do some lease options and stuff like that before it all went to hell in a handbasket, mm-hmm. you might say. Mm-hmm. But uh, I. Uh, so I found a, a website called meetup.com and found a little group. First, I went to a uh, real estate group. And then next, I went to this Amazon sellers group with, in my mind, thinking that everybody knew about this ASM stuff. Right. But well, right. when I got to this real estate group or this Amazon group, it was really a bunch of people that were, you know, going to Walmart, picking stuff up and Or going out thrifting and picking up some stuff, and and then a few arbitrage, and then there was a couple collectors, and then there was one guy that actually buys a boatload of just rejects from stores, I mean, Surpluser, Mm -hmm. and uh, he he really intrigued me a a little bit, but I was really there to try to learn about FBA private labeling. Mm -hmm. And the guy that was speaking there just happened to have taken the ASM course, And so I was, I immediately resonated with him and he immediately said, okay, finally somebody coming here to, Hear what I have to say.
0: <laughs> right, right, yeah, because they they are two different things. I mean, yes. uh I mean, and y- you'll kind of hear it out there. I mean, there's people that are hardcore arbitrage, you know, thrifters, and then there's you know, hardcore you know, private labelers, or there's ones that go from you know the arbitrage and then go, man, this is a lot of work. There's got to be an easier way, and then they hear about the private labeling and go, wow, that's the ticket. You know, that's the that's the easier route.
1: Right, and and I and I'm not saying uh, you know that it's the most enjoyable route. I, I'm just saying, it's, right. to me, it was about the income and the marketing and the promotion. I know there's these people that were there were very satisfied with going out and thrifting. It's something they like to do, just like people like going to garage sales yep. and flea markets. Uh, I mean, look, just look out and see how many of these antique shows and markets there are out there. I mean, people really love it, and, they, and it's a good pastime.
0: Right. No, and, and I not I, for me. I, no, no, me me neither. But I mean, I'll tell you what though, and, and I tell people this too, if you're struggling just to get your first private label product going, do the arbitrage model first, right? I mean, go out there and find some stuff at thrifting stores or or go out there and buy the the closeouts and then put it up and you'll learn the process of how FBA works, but you'll also make some money and then be able to invest that into your own product.
1: So All right. I, think I agree a, with that. That's a
0: great idea. But so, this meetup group, I mean, that's kind of cool too. I want people to take this away. You know, go on meetup.com in, in your area, and you may just find an Amazon group there that's already rolling right now. Correct. You know? Or you might want to put it out there that you want to put one together yourself, and maybe you'll get five or six people that are in the same boat as you, and you're going to learn together. I mean, that's a great idea, actually. Um,
1: so, to do that. Yeah, yeah cool. so we, I still got that meetup group going, and the guy that actually uh, was running that, he moved to Texas, so he started one down there. I'm just kind of taking over the one up here and just a few of us now, you know, a handful of us are talking now. Are you still there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, yeah, I'm just listening, but I mean, so what do you, what do you actually, okay. When you go there kind of, I mean, I know we're kind of going off track here a little bit, but I'm kind of interested. What, what are we, what's happening when we go to this meetup? What do you meet up once a week, once a month? And and then what what
1: happens? Well, see, I just took over the hosting of my own local one here in Indianapolis. And, uh, I've just hosted one. And, uh, basically most of these meetups are public. I mean, you can mm-hmm. just go to meetup.com, find something public. Well, my first one, I've been to three of them that, um, the whole group had been to. And each time more and more people are starting to see more of the ASM private label way. And mm-hmm. then the other people kind of started their own little group staying with the, Stand with the private label, or not the private label, but the arbitrage type right. of thing. Right, right. So, but at this meetup, we all just get together and uh, we start. You know, mainly it's usually new people asking the same kind of questions. So, what do I do to get started? <laughs> what do I right. do to get started? Right. So it, it it's kind of the way it is. So I've kind of shrinking it down to, you know, like a mastermind. You kind of got to shrink mm-hmm. it down to, so everybody moves forward in the small group. You. I think I've heard you call them one percenters.
0: Yep. One to two um, percenters. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I'm not going to say that everybody's a one percenter that's in the mastermind group. We're probably 15 percenters,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Right. <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, we're just more and more focused on, Hey, we've already discussed this last meetup. Let's, let's have one for just us. And then of course the big meetup, will go ahead and new people coming in if they want to learn something, we'll all, we have more than just one person being able to share their experiences. Gotcha. You
0: know, that, that's a great idea. And I I think even, uh, like you said, uh, making it so you guys kind of all just kind of hash out your stuff that you want to get out for the week or maybe hold each other accountable. Hey, you said you were going to do this. Did you end up doing that? How did that work? Sure. That stuff really, really does help. Um, and you know, I'm in a mastermind group right now, a, a very small one about now between eight and 10 people, um, usually about eight people, but, uh, you know, I formed this before I even did this podcast or anything. It's not a paid group at all. It's uh, basically I reached out and just kind of started it and just said, "Hey, you know, I, I noticed that you're selling. Would you like to get together once a week or once a month, and we can kind of see what's working and what's not, and kind of hold each other accountable?" And uh, I ended up getting about eight people that I felt qualified because I wanted people that were making sales. I didn't want to deal with the newbie questions in my group, protect, you know, particularly because I wanted to be able to learn as well than as than to just teach.
1: Well, that's the, that's, that's where, uh, you know, that's where I've kind of hit a roadblock because I was new and, um, uh, but I moved forward with it, made, made my mistakes, but you know, I, I have had a 30 day turnaround of, of a $50,000 month. So, nice. you know, it was that, would, that included some promotions. So let's, sure. you know, you throw all that out of there, you know, it probably wasn't so spectacular, but it sounds great.
0: It, it, you know what? It, it does, but it, it's revenue. You know what I mean? You you've yeah. got revenue coming in and, and, you know, for people that don't know, like when you run a promotion, like a, like a dollar or a $2 or $3 promotion, whatever, maybe a $5 promotion, whatever, it still acts. If you're selling something for 20 bucks and you sold a hundred of them, it's going to look like you sold $20 per each item. So that's why sometimes you'll, you'll see people, you know, putting their income statements out online. And, you know, part of that is their, their you know, part of that is their promotions. So it might be three, $4,000 in promotions, but they're not telling you that. Um, that, but that's correct. You know, but in your case, you're saying that, listen, it was 50,000, oh, but you. it wasn't all, you know, 50,000, yeah. but still 50,000 that, you know, it's a good number.
1: Uh, yeah. A lot of that, a lot of that is like you said, is, uh, what I call it. I, I don't even like calling it promotion. I got, like, well, I like calling it. Marketing. Yep. <laughs> oh no,
0: yeah. I don't know. It it totally is. And and you know we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. But that's definitely uh, it's a huge it's a huge part of this business is being able to get yourself ranking uh, you know organically. But you got to sometimes pay to get that to start happening. So um, well,
1: back back to that meetup part of it though, yeah. where we was before we kind of took a de- derail. Like right now with my mastermind, it, what is bad is I've been doing this since October and. And everybody else is sort of still haven't released any products.
0: <laughs> it's funny that you say that too, because I've got a good friend of mine that's in my mastermind group and he's got a buddy that he's helping locally and they started the same exact time, probably about a month before I did. And he's still in product selection stage. Yeah. The guy that I'm working with, you know, that, that he's my buddy, you know, he's, he's already, he's like me. He's selling product every single day, every single month.
1: Well, there, uh, when I say that there is, there is a, uh, another, group there. Or, I mean, they really knew nothing, but they just said, here, man, just tell me uh what I got to do. And then yeah. said, boom, 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 yeah. ordered some stuff off blind faith off just what I said. And they've already, you know, s- the first week of sales, uh, you know, with their promotions and everything did about $3,000 worth mm-hmm. with their promotions and stuff like that. But now, organically, they're doing about $200 a day, which, you know, after two weeks of being in the business, $200 a day is <laughs> good change. Yeah, not bad, not bad. You know, it's it, yeah. with a with a margin that they're looking at at about 50% on right. organic traffic. Right,
0: right. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep, yep. No, that's that's a great point. So all
1: they're, right. they're pretty happy.
0: Yeah, oh no, I bet. I bet you're a superstar.
1: Oh, yeah. You with, got superpowers. Them, I'm, a, I'm a superstar, <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, so I was kind of looking to to, if, as we move forward, I was hoping that other people could, you know, maybe help me out, which they will.
0: Well, because, yeah. And they will, because what they're doing that you're telling to, to implement, they're going to be able to report back to you and say this worked or this didn't work. And then you can kind of almost use them as test, you know, you know, test people too. I mean, that's what yeah. I like with our group that I'm in. It's like, you know, y- you know, something might work for me, but might not work for you or something I didn't think about. You tried it and then it worked for you. So I'm going to try it. I mean, it's, It's really the way to go. And anyone out there that's looking to even just create a mastermind group, just go into some of these Facebook groups and just ask people, you know, ask people if they want to form one, you know, find, find five or six or eight people that are willing to meet up with you and and kind of move it forward.
1: Sure. I'm in, I'm in like three Facebook, uh, Facebook groups. They're big ones. Some of them got two or 3000 people on them. A lot of them are arbitrage, some of them, but you can almost pick out the ones that are doing arbitrage. If that does not interest you, then move on but just kind of do a message and just say okay look I want to start us a, a little small I like using Google Hangouts but mm-hmm. oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah you too. know but I could start you could say hey let's start us a little smaller group and uh out of this here Facebook group and and, and get you, get you five five or six people that you know talk your language yeah I guess, and that's exactly that's
0: exactly what we did danny we uh, we actually I, I put a message out there and uh, and i got my eight about eight people and we do google hangouts we do them about once a week and uh, we also have our own little private facebook group that's just for us you know about eight of us and mm-hmm. uh and we communicate back and forth on a daily basis and uh and then we we also you know meet up once or uh you know once a week if not uh, you know once every two weeks but definitely once uh, once every two weeks so you know it, it definitely works so anyone listening you know, if you, if you want to get to that next level and you need some help, you know, that's a great idea. Just, you know, take the initiative and start something, you know. Um, okay. So let's move forward now. So, okay. We're in October now, you know, you, you're, well, let, let's get, let's get back though. You, you're in your meetup group and that's kind of where you got these ideas and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. So correct. you go ahead and you start saying, so I'm going to get my own private label product. Where do you, where do you go from there? Like, where did you get some ideas? What, what kind of, without giving your product away, but you know, like what, what kind of road did you go down to get to that point where you're able to release a product and then, you know, get it out there into the Amazon platform?
1: Well, it, it wasn't too difficult for me, and I may have gotten lucky. I don't know if, if I did, but it, it wasn't difficult for me, and I kind of looked at two or three things, went with one, but I just kind of looked at TV commercials.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, no, and, that's a great idea.
1: And uh, if it was on QVC, why would QVC sell it?
0: Right. Right. <laughs> it, it, that's a it's a great point. That's
1: a great so, point. So I, I, I kind of just, just copied off of a TV commercial, so... Look, you got Pepsi Cola and Coca Cola out there running commercials. If I was going to private label, a pop, I'd just say, "Hey, look, as long as you're running commercials, maybe if I stick a display right next to them, I get, you know, ambient sales." You might yeah, say,
0: "Yeah, now, now, did you take that product that you like discovered, like on TV or whatever? Did you go and plug it into Amazon, and then did you look at any numbers? What I mean, what kind of made you decide on that one to start with?" Well, it was
1: lightweight; I could hold it in my hand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, so that was, that was the thing and it was cheap enough to, you know, if a return came in that uh, I wouldn't be afraid to throw it in the trash.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so that was kind of a, kind of a thing if for any kind of return possibilities, sure, sure. but at the end of the day, it was, you know, it was, they were promoing these things on television as seen on TV type stuff. Mm-hmm. And I figured. Well, I'm just going to try one of these as seen on TV products. So. Okay.
0: Now, now did and, you go and start looking at like uh, sourcing it, you know from China right away? Did you go to Alibaba? I did. Okay.
1: I went right to Alibaba. I did all my negotiations from Alibaba and basically I started off with like an ASM type letter that they talk about, but I kind of refined it a little bit. Instead of asking them what they wanted, I kind of told them what I was willing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if it worked for them, contact me. And if they didn't contact me, I figured it didn't work for them.
0: Right. Right. So how many do you feel like you sent before you got some decent responses that you felt like you could work with? Uh, you know, uh, I mean, maybe, cause I, I know, I know personally, I, I sent out about 20 email, you know, I sent about 20 emails to 20 different suppliers and I might've got five people that responded back. And maybe out of those five, I might've had two that I felt like I could work with.
1: Right. And that, and I can't say that, you know, because I was probably looking at different products on top okay. of this one. Okay. But this was the one that was in my head already, okay. and that was the one I was definitely going to come out with. But in the meantime, when you first start getting on Alibaba, you say, hey, that's cool. Hey, that's cool. Oh,
0: I know, I know. <laughs> hey, you, can get, cool. you can get you get in trouble with that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could be there for <laughs> so, <laughs> days.
1: Yeah. But so, uh, yeah. so I, I sent out a lot of them like that. So what I ended up doing is um, I, I actually went into the... Alibaba's got a little thing in there where you can have, you just put a letter on there, ask for a quote from everybody, Mm -hmm. and I instead of hitting every independent person, I just put a buying offer out there, and then they contacted me.
0: Okay. Yeah, and it's kind of kind of like they contacted were
1: contacted from everybody that was selling fifty-five gallon drums to right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so pretty much, it, I think it's their their service where they kind of act as like uh, an agent that finds you agents, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: you just put a buying offer yep. out there, and then they send it out to what they think are people that are doing what you are exactly. So you almost have to be very detailed in your description. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking for a body massager, mm-hmm. and. I think I did something like that and I got all kinds of stuff.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. So yep, it's yep.
1: like, so then finally I put, you know, the type that does not take any batteries, right. blah, blah, blah. Cause I just, I just stay away from electronics and batteries altogether. Yeah. That's just my preference. But.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's great. Okay. So now let's say you found a supplier. Now, what was your minimum quantity that you were willing to start with?
1: Well, I actually, my, I bought, Everything that they had in stock, which was 177 of these things. Okay. So, because I wanted it now. I said, I'll just buy, you know, they had a minimum quantity of some, like 2,000. I says, well, I can't do that, but, you know, I'd already had to. I already had my letter, and they answered it. So okay, okay. So so
0: again, I I want want people to understand that even though you see two thousand is their minimum quantity, yeah. don't go by that. Go in and just ask them. And you know what? They're probably going to say yes, or they're going to say no, but we can do five hundred.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I told them one hundred, and they answered the one hundred. Uh, so I I was willing to do that, but um the one hundred. But they said, hey, we have one hundred and seventy seven of them here. I says, well, I will tell you what, I just send those and i went through those things you know during a promotion like no time so i immediately out of stock after
0: (laughs) now that's awesome now let me ask you this okay so you didn't even worry about any packaging or anything no so you just basically just said give me whatever you got in your thing there that's all you know in a plastic bag or whatever send it i'll worry about the labeling
1: yeah i don't need no logo yet Okay, I just need I just need to know if this is going to sell or not. And
0: beautiful, I, I, again, I love this. I love it. I love it, Danny, because you're you're, you're doing yeah, and and you're doing exactly what I say to do. It's like don't worry about the packaging, don't worry about any of that fancy stuff. Just get the product here, label it, get it so it's FBA ready, and yep. get it there. You know, yep. I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's that's the way I've ta- uh, tackled it. I just like just send it to me,
0: right. <laughs> So, so then, okay. So now you get that product. Now you mentioned promotions and stuff. So give us a little bit of a, what do you mean by promotions? What did you do to get the ball rolling?
1: Well, uh, this is where, you know, I had a little help and, uh, with, with, uh, the meetup guy that was there, he, mm-hmm. uh, he, he did a little promo. I guess he had a list of folks that he liked to email out to. And, uh, so he just kind of promoted it out there, but I think it ended up going out on like, uh, like an Instagram or okay. slick bills or something like that. And so it blew it out real fast.
0: So what was your quantity that you're giving away though? Were you giving away all of them? You're just going to give away 177 of them and just, you know, get that, yourself rolling. That's
1: essentially what happened. So, okay.
0: <laughs> but, but, but was that your plan before you knew about segmenting your inventory or any of that stuff? Or did you, you just say, I'm going to I'm just gonna I give did them all away.
1: segment the inventory and I gave away 50 a day.
0: Okay. Okay, so
1: I gave away fifty a day. Uh, I actually charged uh, I think a dollar for them
0: okay, so you did a dollar promo how much How yeah. much does the product normally sell for, or will it or would it sell for?
1: Well, it's during the promo phase, the first launch, I just had it out there at ten dollars to make it prime or whatever okay, okay. and then which is a minimum i think and yep. then and then uh it, I've sold it all the way up to as high as twenty nine dollars oh wow. Nice. I found, I found, I found a home really for right around 21. Okay, cool. And
0: I, I love that too, that you're saying you found the home because you're basically testing pricing and then you're coming out to what the sweet spot is. And you found that 21 something is, is the sweet spot. So yeah. again, people listening, you know, it's just cause you think that it could only sell for this doesn't mean you can't sell it for hire. Uh It's going to all be testing throughout the more, you know, the more uh, oh, you sell.
1: I, I kind of, you know, and this is what you do—you just kind of figure it out. But I, I did this on my—I started with this one here, and I was at, like I said, low, and then, then I went up, and then went back down, and then I started off with another one. I said, I'm just going to start out high, <laughs> right, and uh, see what happens. And of course, you know, I'm even though I'm promoting it out with that high price, I said, well, maybe Amazon'll really love that because if they're selfish like me, they love the fact that they're getting a bigger commission check right, from me.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I'm not sure that it worked.
0: <laughs> right. Okay.
1: That, no, that's, but,
0: that, that's, that's a, that's a great idea though, because you like you are saying, I mean, what, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're not going to sell any, you know I mean? And if you don't, then you just lower the price until you start to see sales starting to yeah, come. Yeah.
1: And that's what I did. And I, let's just say that, you know, after the promos and stuff like that, the sales wasn't what I liked mm-hmm. on, on a second option. And, uh, and so as soon as I lowered the price, the people that paid the higher price started asking for returns. Okay. So, okay. I don't know that that's the best strategy to go with.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and I've heard people saying that that if they go too drastic, you know, if you go from like 29.99 to 14.95 well, now you're you're talking someone's going to be, you know, mad because they just bought that, you know, 3 days ago and all of a sudden now it's that much lower. Well,
1: I yeah, and I don't mind. I mean, you, you know how it is when you go to JCPenney's, you just bought a pair, you know, of Hagger pants for $42 yep. and yep. then you go in there on Monday and they're Twenty two bucks.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. And then you know you're going to go and ask for your, if you can get a credit, and
1: and that's yeah. basically
0: what they're doing. And, except they're just going to say I'm I want to return it. Or, yeah, you know. they just return
1: it. They don't even ask yeah, for just, a refund. They're, and they're rebuy pissed it. at that point. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, okay, so okay, so let's go back to that first prodigal. So you, you sell out of the one seventy seven. Now you need more inventory. You're out of inventory now, right? Yes. Okay, so you sold out of inventory. You got nothing in the warehouse. You're, you're showing the out of stock thing. You're dead in the water now. So you got You got to get more inventory. So what are you doing in the meantime? Are you going for product two, or are you going to go and get more of these nope. and ramp this thing up? No, nope. no.
1: Nope. But I was buying. I was buying more of these. I actually didn't run out because I already had a second order in on the. Oh okay. Because I had the 177 on the way, and I had another 400 on order. Okay. So I looked at the 177 as the marketing, and the 400 that would last me a year.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs>
1: Okay. And they lasted about a week and a half.
0: <laughs> right. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's funny how the mind changes when you start seeing sales because you're like, ah, 400. I'll 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 just, you know, get them, you know, slowly tweak them out, you know, they're you know, send them out. And then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I got to order uh, more.
1: Yeah. Some of the questions I feel like that I asked, you know, back when I started and they seem, they seem so needed to be asked yeah. at the time. Yeah. But now it's like, uh, you know what? You're wasting your time asking that. You're not looking. You're not looking at the big picture of making the money.
0: Right, right. And I see a lot of people doing that, though. I see a lot of people. They're they're just you know you know ordering a, a small quantity up front, and then they they don't not realizing it's going to take you twenty thirty days to maybe get the next batch, and you're going to be you know then you're going to be playing catch up because you just ran out of inventory. So I do everything I can to stay in in stock. Yeah, um, I, I, I absolutely possible.
1: ran out of inventory, and in, uh, basically from December fifteenth to December thirty first. Wow. That was after my four hundred. You see what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So I had no sales really during the what everybody looks for is the heyday. Yep, yep, yep. And I missed it. And then in January, I sold thirty thousand dollars worth of stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's not too bad. <laughs> so yeah, it so didn't it didn't hurt you too bad.
1: No. And then <laughs> you know February, basically about the same. It's a little drop off, but not much. Okay. I was really surprised about January. It just blew my socks off.
0: Yeah. No, I had a great January too, and I had a good. I had a good short February too, because February is a short month, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I was I was at, as good as as January, and uh, you know, it's 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 just good stuff. Um,
1: I had higher margins for February than I did January because I had to ramp it back up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once I got ramped back up.
0: Now uh, now speaking of that what did you do now that you're out of stock right and, and you you're going to you're out of stock for a couple weeks actually 2 3 weeks right. what, what what's your strategy to then all of a sudden get it kicked back into gear
1: Well I, uh, I uh, basically it was like just like uh the strategy when I started uh I promoted it with a few people that I'd gotten in contact with mm-hmm. and they sent it out to their their uh their
0: people. Okay. So it's almost like, a, um, I was going to say, almost like a review group in a sense yeah. where people are going to review it. And there's a bunch of them out there. And I'm not going to rec- recommend any services out there, but there's a bunch yeah. out there. Yeah. And really, all that they are, people listening, is just they're just there willing to review products for. Uh, for your Amazon business and they're not said that they have to leave a review, but yet they are said that if you are happy, we would appreciate a review because in the terms of service, you're not supposed to say you have to leave a review. And there's a bunch of people out there in the, the that, that one site that I I've talked about and I've used Thomason. It's right. basically a site of bloggers that want to receive free product. And, and if they receive re, uh, free uh, product, they're going to look at it, they're going to test it, they're going to you know be able to put it on their blog, but then they're going to also write a review for you. But they're doing it because they get free product.
1: Yeah, I haven't – I've never asked for a review, so.
0: Okay, so so <laughs> we, we won't even get into that yet, but we will talk about that. But but so basically, everything that you've done, though, right there, okay, you ran out of stock. And then you're going to get that thing ramped back up again. So then you basically just found another list of people that are willing to to buy Amazon products and and uh, you know possibly leave a review or whatever. Right. And uh, and basically all you're doing it for you're not even doing it for the reviews technically. You're just doing it because you want to get the sales going again inside of Amazon. So it kind of right. like triggers that little that little switch in there that says, oh, he's back. Here comes the yeah. sales. And then you're going to start ranking again for those keywords.
1: With that, with that, and your own, and your favorite. I'm sure is your favorite is uh keyword advertising. Yeah. So. Pay-per-click. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. So. Yep. And we haven't even talked about that yet, but yeah. Okay. So, so you basically, so what do you, what do you, what do you put in your head that you're going to, you're going to give away in order to get yourself back in, in the swing of things? Is it a hundred units? Is it 50 units?
1: Yeah. And that's the way I kind of, I think I was, uh, I broke it down to a 10% Okay. of purchase. Okay. So that's kind of what I went with to start with. And okay. I've got, I've, I made this little promotion spreadsheet that I use now and it'll actually show me what my checks are and okay. <laughs> and all that stuff. Nice. And, and then I could change the promotion amount for, or take it away and it just always just shows me the check. <laughs> okay.
0: Nice. Nice. That, that's that's pretty, cool.
1: I, you know, I understand how it works. I'm not sure that I could just email that.
0: Out there, right, right, and then right. somebody
1: would understand exactly what to do. But right, 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 it, it's pretty, it's a pretty neat little spreadsheet that I made for myself, just I could go in there and say, okay, if I buy three thousand of these, and my retail is twenty-one, and I promotion is you know nineteen dollars, uh, and then I could just put the two variables in there i've already got amazon's fees in there right right i even put a 10 percent for return in there nice <laughs> for products nice so okay this is what I, my proposed check should be
0: right right no that's and, that, and that's great to be able to see that at a you know bird's eye view because you know what's going to be there at the end of the day if you do these promotions and you know what you might not have to do the promotions as heavily as you might think and if, and you'll, you'll do better
1: i i will caution people though that uh you know, I, I come out with another product and it's a dud and, um, you know, it was, it was some type of belt, but mm-hmm. it, it did not work for me. It must work for a lot of people cause there's a crap load of them on the, on the website, but yeah, I did, I did not do well with it.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and you know what though? I think that that's a great point too, because some people would start with that product and then say this friggin' thing doesn't work. Right. right. But it's just the wrong product maybe, or maybe too competitive of a market. Yeah. You know, if so I had
1: started with that product, I'd probably say, yeah, this is a joke.
0: Mhm. And so <laughs> I just want people listening, you know, here's you saying that. I'm saying almost the same thing in a sense. I haven't had my second product out long enough to say it's a dud, and I don't think it's going to be a dud. I just don't think it's going to be as good as my first product. But I think my third product is going to be as good as my first product because I'm looking at different things now as I go. Um, But the one thing that I'm doing, Danny, and I'm not sure if you are, but I'm trying to stay within a category so I can kind of give myself the – the metrics i guess like sure. i i know what a bsr right now of 800 is you know sure. for my category so i know when i'm looking at other products if it they got a bsr of 800 or 1000 or even 1500 i kind of got an idea of what my sales are going to be i agree you know it makes it so much easier but you've got someone in, in you know home and kitchens or whatever and yeah. their their bsr is the same as mine but they're selling three times the amount
1: that i am yeah because that that category is totally different
0: yeah so much more sales volume running through that particular category so
1: yes.
0: yeah but i i just personally i i feel as though now even because my first product was was good and it's still doing good i've got a great little thermometer there you know i've got something that says okay now i can see my next product i know what i need to look for and i know what my bsr you know number is exactly almost because yeah.
1: i've got the sales to prove it and um, i my. My my actual you know, just to give you another example for folks out there is, you know, I thought this belt was just gonna be the cat's meow, okay? Mm-hmm. But I come out with this other product that I was like, oh as soon as I opened it up, I was like, This is a clown show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's my winner. Yeah. It's the chicken dinner right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Isn't I'm that like, funny? You gotta yeah. be kidding me. Yeah. No, so. I, I know it's, it's, you, you just don't know. And that's why people, uh, I've got another guy in my, in my mastermind group and, and he just, you know, he thought that his price was going to be, uh, you know, too high and mm-hmm. he, he, he kept raising it and seeing that people just kept buying it because he was raising it cause he was running out of stock. Sure. But then his problem is, you know, he's thinking to himself, I'm like, man, I, I feel kind of guilty charging this because I don't see it as being worth that much, but people are paying for it. So I mean, our recommendation to him was, well, then if you feel like that, then add more value to it. That's not going to really cost you much, whether it's giving them a, a guide or giving them something additional. And, and then this way, here you're you're going to be able to knock it out of the park even further because if people think they're getting good value now, they're going to think they're even going to get that much more value. And I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things that you just don't know until you test pricing. You well, really there's
1: definitely know. there's definitely things that you have to consider in your pricing. I mean, you know, I there's and I've just read a lot of this stuff, you know, through the the grapevines Mm -hmm. on the net and stuff where people have lost total shipments of stuff yeah, and, or been detained by federal agencies. And so when you look at your pricing, you kind of got to always think in your mind, 30% for taxes and 30% just cost of doing business. And now what's on top. Yep. And, and you got to start thinking that way. You're not really, I mean, you're thinking Walmart and the rest of them aren't paying exactly what you are.
0: Right.
1: Hell, they're getting a better deal. <laughs> right. Right.
0: No, so, yeah, no. That's. And they,
1: they know that they're going to lose a lot of that stuff and transition. So, and you're going to be doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, no, a- absolutely. Okay. Let's move into pay-per-click now. Cause that's one of my favorite topics. too. Absolutely. Um, let's, let's just kind of go into there. Okay. What's your starting strategy? Let's just start. We got, we got that product, right. Uh, maybe, maybe a brand new product. Right. Um, okay. What, what, what's your strategy moving into this? Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people to start with an auto campaign, let it run for a week and see what yeah. the, the words are well, and then I, expand out I on that. I'll
1: tell you what, I, uh, I, I've done it two ways. I I started with an auto campaign on my first product and it came up with basically 12 keywords. Okay. But before I even ran that auto campaign, you know, I had to come up with keywords from a listing.
0: Sure.
1: I mean, you know, I don't even have a buy box for my own stuff.
0: So. Right. Right.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> I got to, I got to come up with a, I got to come up with uh what, what to put in my title and all that stuff. So I, I, um, uh, I actually used a, a program called merchant words. Yep. Yep. And, and it's, and it's okay. It's not, it's, it, it gives you a lot of information, but I went with a keyword that showed a crap load of searches, mm-hmm. you know, and once I started my campaign, I loaded that keyword in and come to find out that keyword was only open at about a hundred, less than a hundred impressions. Wow. You know, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. That yeah. seems like a very good keyword. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, I was number one with that keyword. Hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one was walking through the front door to, to, exactly. to get it. So that's what I learned about the pay-per-click stuff. I do the auto campaign to start with Yep. for about a week. I allow Amazon to say, this is who we think is after your product. And then I see which one gets the impressions and which one got the click and which one got the sale. So you kind of look at all of them and i Don't necessarily always go for the top level keyword. I might go four or five down on it a little bit and say, you know what? This here is going to be the name of my product right down here.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I, I change it all up.
0: Yep. No, that, th- those are, those are uh, great strategies actually. I mean, and they're, they're simple. And a lot of people have, have said that. Um, and, and I think the point that I want people to understand too, is that, you know, the, the obvious keyword isn't always the best keyword no. and, and, you know, and you're going to figure that out. And a great way to do it is to run the auto campaign. And I tell people to don't go. Really light on the on the, the budget amount, you know. Put a little bit of money out there to let them really show it. You know, if you put a, a bigger budget out there, you know, instead of doing like a ten dollar budget, you might want to do twenty five. You might want to do fifty. God. You know, you, you might not even I'm spend 100
1: that today, right now. Yeah, that's you
0: you long might long. not even spend that, but it's going to allow them to display your product in front of more keywords, and then that's going to only give you more data. So really, at this stage, it's really just about getting the data. You're paying Amazon to put your product up there, but also to tell you the data that you want to know, so you can then drill down into that data. So one thing that I do, Danny, is um, I actually I'll take, you know, like even like the top level keyword and I'll punch that into uh, Google AdWords, the planner, and then I'll let that spit out all of the 800 suggested keywords. Sure. And then I'll just take, copy them out, you know, or export them and I'll I'll import them into another campaign all by itself. And I'll put a budget of 10 bucks a day, maybe, you know, 50 cents a click or 75 cents a click. And I'll let that run for a week. And I've done that and I'll find four or five keywords that I never would have thought would have been, you know, for my, for my particular product. Um, and then from there you can drill down from there. Then you can go through all of the words that you see that are converting. Like, let's say that you, you've been doing this for a little while and you, you've got 25 keywords that are converting in all of these random campaigns that you did. Well then go find all the ones that have converted to sales, import them into another campaign and then right. really bid heavy on those. Cause you know that your listing is converting for those keywords. Correct. You know, so, these are the things that people can do that I don't think a lot of people are doing. They're just doing the obvious, either they're running auto and they're just letting it set, or no. or they're going after the obvious, you know, they've got five keywords, they put five keywords in and then they call it a day and then they say, Well, these they aren't converting that well. I'm not getting a lot of traffic. Yeah.
1: My auto is just for the is just for the main main run to start with, just to see what Amazon thinks about my listing, really. Yep.
0: Yep. No, that and that's great. I'm I'm glad that we we kind of think about along the same terms on that. Uh, but yeah, there's so much you can do within that. And a lot of people are like, "Well, when do you start going on with outside traffic? When do you start doing with Google AdWords? When do you start doing Facebook?" I, I don't do any of that until I've maximized what I feel is is you know the max inside of Amazon because let's face it, Amazon traffic is going to convert better than Facebook traffic or Google traffic.
1: Yeah, it's if if I don't know if if you have a dog. You know, feed it the food. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're, you hit the nail right on the head, Danny. I love that. That is exactly right. You know, if you got a dog, feed them the food. And the food is what? You know, I mean, keywords yes. from, from Amazon inside of its own place.
1: Yeah, you know the the funny thing is, when you got that dog, pretty soon that dog's got to go get rid of that food, and that's how Amazon gets rid of my keywords.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) they
1: go out and find everybody that is on Google, that is on Facebook, that is—I mean, you punch in any product known, and everything's going to be a category at the top of Google now with Amazon. Yeah. So why why are you spending all your money with Google, just? Let Amazon spend money with Google. They're already up there organically. Exactly. They'll come right to your page. and As long as you're promoting your way to try to get on page one of Amazon, you're going to be... That much further ahead,
0: exactly. And another other thing I want to point out too, and I just did my I just did a podcast before this. It hasn't been published yet, but I recorded it this morning. But it was about my income numbers for for February. And the one thing I was I was sharing with people, I spent about uh, thir- about twelve hundred and fifty five bucks last month on on pay per click, and uh, and I spent that money, and out of that money, I made a hundred only about hundred and ten sales um, through that particular, you know, that camp, those those campaigns. But here's the magic. I also made over a thousand sales from organic. And the reason why I'm in my head that I'm making those organic sales is because I paid to go through, I paid for traffic. So my keywords were being generated and creating sales. And then that helped me rank organically. So Mm. when you trade money for pay per click to, to sell your product through certain keywords, it's going to allow you to rank for these keywords organically. And that to me is one of the most powerful things if you can wrap your head around that. But most people are like, sure. "Well, I'm doing pay per click and I'm breaking even. I- I'm okay with breaking even for the first thirty days. Oh yeah, until I can start to get ranking organically. And that's why um, I-, I don't I don't want to you know say the person's name, but someone in in, in the Facebook group was saying I got a- I've got a product, okay, and I'm I'm going to launch it. And what I'm going to do before I do any pay per click or anything, I'm just going to see what kind of organic sales I get.
1: And that ain't never going to
0: happen. And ain't never going to happen because you're not generating sales through keywords. The only way that you're going to generate sales or uh, keyword ranking is through sales that you generate through keywords. And the, and the way to speed up that process is to pay for it. So I've always told people, you know, it, it's okay to even go a little bit in the negative in the beginning because that's going to, it's going to, it's going to outweigh the cost because now you're making so much more sales organically, which isn't costing
1: you a, a dime. Well, the fact is, you should go negative in the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm totally—that's part of my budget when I launch a product. You know, I it's mean, like I, you said—you've got product that you give away, then you're not getting any money from. My,
1: my first product, 177. You know, my first. My first payment was to Amazon. It wasn't the other way around.
0: Absolutely, and now look what it's doing for you. Yeah. You know, so, so
1: they've been paying me ever since. They got one check for me, and I got the rest.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, so that, and, that's and, awesome. And I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay. So we're gonna wrap up here, but let, let me just ask you this: um, Where, like, where are you now? Like, are you are you into getting a, you know more products released? Like, where's where's Danny moving right now?
1: Well, with, with that first meetup group, the guy that moved to Texas, he started, uh, you know, he was going to go to, go to, uh, China. So he just threw out an email with his Houston group and some of the other people that he's met through the ASM platform and mm-hmm. stuff that he's, you know, probably his mastermind. Group, but uh, he put together a trip to China, and so I'm going to China <laughs> in about a week. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so uh, you know, I'm going to go over there and uh, go to a market and try to look at products and see what the real Chinese price is. And
0: that—that's the—that's uh, the Canton Fair, right?
1: No, it's actually. A, I'm going to a little little town called Yiwu. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. And and uh, there's a big market. Google it. Okay. I mean, it's Y I W U four letters, Okay. but there's a gigantic market. And I mean, they have all kinds of stuff. It's really like 60,000 supposedly, you know, manufacturers there with little bitty closet booths. Sort wow. Of. but all indoors, it's not outdoors.
0: Well, I, I, they, I can, I can hear a, a follow-up call coming then pretty soon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, going to want to no have you doubt, back. Danny. Because, well, I, you know, I, I, I'd love to be able to go out there and source for other folks, yeah. but I am literally, you know, I have a full time job, so I am literally taking a vacation week, and I am doing this trip in one week, five wow. days. Wow,
0: that's crazy, and that's a long trip too.
1: And, yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a a day there, a day back, and right. three days on the ground. So. Right, right, right. And uh, so I really got to get it going on uh, over there. Plus, you know, I've got an interpreter, so nice. The whole bit. Oh, that's, that's I really awesome. I I'm really looking forward to going there and seeing it.
0: Yeah, that's going to be great. I can't. I can't wait to hear how uh, how you make out there. So you're definitely going to have to have your back and share it with the uh, with the listeners. And uh, oh, and there's no yeah, problem. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Okay, two more things just before we go that I I didn't touch on. Um, payment. How do you usually pay your suppliers? Are you doing wire uh, transfer? Are you doing escrow? Are you doing PayPal? What are you doing?
1: I do wire transfer. And I also have hired a sourcing agent myself okay. in uh, in China, and I pay her Western Union because it's only
0: $5. Okay, so now when you pay <laughs> – let me just ask you this because the wire transfer things I've been kind of avoiding. And the reason why I was avoiding, I had a bad experience with it in the beginning with one supplier. And I did a test just to see if the money was going to reach her, and I sent uh, like a $5 – you know, thing to her, you know, just to try to see if it was gonna if she was gonna be uh-huh. able to collect it. And it took over a week and a half to two weeks for her to even get the money into her uh-huh. account. And and it went Western Union. And uh and then um she ended up having a problem with withdrawing it. So I don't know if it was just the supplier and their bank that they were using, but it, it seemed a little sketchy to me, and I didn't like it that if my money went over there and I didn't get product, I didn't have anything to, to basically that was, get back. Uh,
1: I think what you're looking at is a Western Union thing, if it went Western Union. Like, I send this uh, sourcing agent that I have over there, and I know it's a, at least a 7- to 10-day turnaround. Sometimes it's 14, i will say right on Western Union. I could send her a 1000 bucks. And it'll sit there and say it will not be available to her for, you know, until 14 days from now. It'll have the date. Mm-hmm. So that might be a Western Union thing if somebody sent it that way.
0: So yours does you. take that long? Yes. Okay, so here, here's but my here's my other problem, though.
1: Bank transfer does not.
0: Okay, but so here's the question, though. So if you want that product in a hurry... How are you going to get in a hurry if it's sitting in you know sitting out and
1: in- you don't do it Western Union?
0: Okay, okay, and and that was my point. That that's another reason why I don't. I I usually do escrow through Alibaba. Um, I do it that way, and that, that way I can use my credit card. And uh, and the other way I I've done it is PayPal.
1: Um, I've done it PayPal. They've uh they've every one of them that I've dealt with has complained because the fees are very high over there. Mm-hmm. Well, they're high. I mean, period to the right. To them, and not only that, but their bank over there that you don't see uh, charges them even more.
0: Yes, I know that, and that's what they've said to me. And you know what I've done with that, Danny? I said, you know what? How much is it? And they kind of give me a ballpark. I go, I'll split it with you. Yeah. So I've actually negotiated that.
1: I've negotiated that, and I've also said— tell me how much it is. I'll pay it. Exactly. I want my product here tomorrow.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Okay. Because I'm,
1: it's just small. It's just small potatoes when you look at it.
0: Exactly. You got to look at how much it is per unit and yeah. don't worry about the, what you're paying. I mean, so many people complain on shipping, which I wanted to ask you too. What are you doing for shipping? Is it all air or are you doing, you doing both
1: right now? It's all air. Okay, good. I, I do know a guy that's in my group and I will be speaking to him a little bit more I just met him about two weeks ago, but he has never, ever shipped anything to Amazon himself. He's always had the manufacturer do it. Okay. I don't do that. Uh, Half the things that I get aren't open the way I like them. They're not packed the way I like them. Uh, It's like every time I label something, I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, look at this junk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, they just didn't wrap it well, didn't package it well. Okay. You know.
0: So you yeah, actually just, get it, and then you package it. I think you told me yeah. before that you actually hire someone to kind of label it for you.
1: I do now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have my sourcing person over there. Mm-hmm. You know, Amazon charges charges twenty cents. Actually, I I went to send something in to Amazon and say for them to label it, and their price to me was fifty cents. Huh. Yeah, I, I keep hearing this twenty cents, but yeah,
0: I mean, that, that's what I pay twenty cents.
1: Uh, I don't know why they say 50 cents. Maybe they felt like they had to put two stickers on there.
0: I don't know. know. (laughs) Maybe.
1: But, But that was their quote. And, you know, I did see some cost values go up you know through all their emails and stuff and maybe that's one of them i don't know yeah i don't
0: know i i sent in an order probably about a week ago and it was still my 20 cents but and i know i thought it was going to take effect in in february from what i gathered but who knows uh you know we'll we'll keep the tabs on that but so you ship everything right now air which i do too do you use dhl ups
1: i use mainly it's dhl and federal express because that's uh that's who they use yep and I've been trying to set up an account with DHL since October.
0: Oh wow! Okay, so it's to get your own account,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's I just it use theirs too. Long yeah. going out process, evidently.
0: Yeah, I, I just use theirs, and uh, and what I like with using DHL too is they take care of all the customs. You know, if it's under, I think it's under 150 bucks or something, they'll they'll just push it through and then bill you. If it's over 150, they'll hold it there and they'll contact you. You pay with a credit card and then they'll release it.
1: Right. Well, they've done that with us. It was $88 and I uh, had to pay, pay. They got through customs. Uh, FedEx will deliver it to your house and send you a bill.
0: Well, that's what DHL I, does for me. They they did that for me.
1: They, they, do, that. they yeah, do that every time. They, they sent me a bill for $700 on one of them. Oh, boy. So that's how, that was the tariff to get my stuff in here.
0: Oh, wow. So that, you know, again, people listening, I mean, that's something that could happen, but it it really depends, Um, you know, on, on how that works. But it, I think it's going to de- de- depend on the product that you're, I, that you're sourcing. I
1: think a lot of it's got to do with uh, with your packing slip and how yes. much value is there.
0: And the if code can, that they use, because there's different codes that they can put in there, and you got to make sure that they're using the right code, because that one code could be similar to your product but not be exact, and they could have used a different code, and then that doesn't bring up that tariff. That's true.
1: Yep. And, and a lot of it, if you can just keep it under twenty five hundred dollars just don't raise a flag
0: exactly yep mine was i
1: think mine was like four thousand dollars next thing you know i get a 14 percent bill for tariff yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah that's a good point try to if you have to yeah oh yeah but if you have to break them up into smaller orders that's fine just have them more frequent if you have to
1: yeah Yeah. and then the shipping then the shipping goes from five hundred to a thousand so it all washed
0: out (laughs) Yeah, that's funny it all washed out that's funny all right. Well, Danny, I really appreciate it. Let, let me ask you this, you know, give our listeners maybe just a little bit of advice. They're just starting, or maybe they're, they're getting their product rolling here. What's, you know, what's something that you would tell them if you're in your meetup group right now?
1: Okay. If you're starting, um, uh, hopefully you have, you know, a couple thousand dollars to start. If you don't find somebody that does.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Okay. It, it, that's what I did. Yep. I, I'll just tell you, I I'm partnered with somebody and it's because I didn't have the money, but I, I was not going to go at it and say, "Can it buy a hundred, right? Go buy go buy another 50. I wanted to buy it when I I went after it. I wanted to go after it. So if you don't have the money, find somebody that does. That's not computer savvy, grandma, grandpa, whatever. Yep, yep. I'd do that. Yep. Um, and then from there, get on some groups like this podcast it's excellent information i mean if you just do everything that's on this podcast right now you're gold
0: yeah you don't have to much do anything it. else yeah it's pretty much it it's just you know you're not paying for it so you know all of a sudden it doesn't seem as valuable and i've learned that through the years too not saying i'm not gonna not, not saying i'm gonna charge for this but that's a lot of people's mentality you know if, if it's free it can't be as good um but uh you know, just, just like you just said, Danny, I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be that complicated. It's exactly what we just said on this podcast, yep. you know, on this episode, you know, yep. it's really that it's simple.
1: It, it's, it's really, it's just getting out there, get the product listed. You know, there's a lot of ways to sit there and open up your account. Do you want a business account? Do you want a professional account? Well, you gotta get, you gotta have the professional account because you want to get through all the gated communities. Yep. So start that off. I would, I I chose to start with a business name so it took me one day after the meetup to get it. Yep. One day. Yep. You know, so I had that and my and my tax ID number two yep. days after my meetup. And then the third day I was in business and I was getting product and there's the downside was the two week wait for the product to get here. Yep. <laughs> but yep. You know. Then yeah. then it was off to the races.
0: Yeah, no, it, exactly. And you know what? I think the the difference is though you're an action taker. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it, there, there's a difference. There's people that want to learn, but then they don't take the action. It's you learned, and then you couldn't wait to get started, and you you, right. you made it happen. You know, you, you made it happen. And like you just said, yeah, I think you either either said it when we were getting on, or when when we were first on, but maybe we didn't record that part of it. But you were saying like you know you just you you think about this nonstop. Like it's oh, running. Yeah, it's-, it's 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 a it's not a full time job technically, but it is because you're always thinking, right? You're always thinking yeah. about the next product. You're always thinking about the next promotion. You're thinking about, Hey, our sales, you know, uh, what, what can I do to increase this? What can I do to over here? And it's, it's just constant. And, you know, for, for me, it's not a terrible thing because it's, it's kind of fun in a way, right? I mean, you're sitting here and it's almost like you're in a sport, right? It's just a make money sport. <laughs> it's
1: a, it's a, it's, it's like going outside and playing pitch and catch with your kid. Right. You just wish your kid could get involved in this.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, absolutely. uh, because it, and mine is so, and and I'm working on number two to get involved in it too. But at first, you know, I told everybody, uh, you probably did too. Hey man, you really need to see this. You really need to see this. And then everybody's like, okay. So my thing is, don't listen to everybody. Listen to this podcast and just Go do it. That's the best advice I can give you. Awesome,
0: Danny. I really do appreciate you taking the time, and uh, I know people are going to get value out of this. And you know what? I think it's it's so much more valuable because it's coming from a regular guy, and I'm a regular guy. So you know what I mean? It's it's there's no big guru here telling you this, that, or the other thing. Where you know we're we're regular guys just making a living and, and making it work.
1: I'm a regular guy sitting in a pickup truck right now talking to you. <laughs> that is beautiful.
0: I love it. I absolutely love that.
1: <laughs> you know that that is
0: awesome. So definitely, hey, have a safe trip and definitely um hey, take pictures too. And uh and definitely we're going to have you back on the show for, and I know people are going to want you back on the show after they hear that uh that you're you're actually heading there and you're going to be talking to suppliers or translating through a a translator or, uh you know of you know kind of how this whole thing works over there.
1: Yeah. I I can't wait. I can't wait to go over there and I can't wait to get back and share. I will. I'll definitely get back with you on this.
0: Yeah. That sounds awesome. All right, man. Thanks a lot. I really do appreciate
1: it. All right, buddy. Have a good one. You
0: too. All right. So what do you think? Was that an awesome interview or what with Danny Brewer? what an awesome guy and as you heard I'm gonna be doing another interview with him in the future he's going to China and uh, he's gonna be doing a little bit of you know spy work over here trying to find some other suppliers which is really cool so we're gonna definitely follow up with him I know he's gonna be doing some really great things uh, he's just a go-getter he's a guy that goes out there and takes action and that's what I love about Danny so uh, I hope you got value out of this uh, episode I hope you you you're inspired and you can see that you know you don't have to be you know anything special you just got to take action and do it right Right? And don't dwell so much on, you know, is it the right product? You know, just do your due diligence, you know, go through the process, you know, of how to pick a product. If you, if you haven't, you know, figured that out yet, I already published podcasts over on the blog about that. Uh, so you can just look back at those other episodes that I've done in the past. You can just head over to the theamazingseller.com and uh, you'll find them over there. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to say you, you got to get out there and do it. All right. You got to get out there and do it so you can have some results like these. Now, not everyone's going to have these results right off the bat. You know, they might, you might have your first first product might be a dud, but it doesn't mean that you stop, right? Just start off small and try to build yourself up. All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode. This is actually episode number 17. So if you want to Go over to this exact episode. You're going to want to head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash 17. Now, if you're launching a product for the very first time, I've already put together a nice little checklist for you, one that I use on how to launch a product, and that can be found at TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash launch. Uh, If you want to ask me a question, That's a very simple way to do this, is you can head over to seller.com forward slash ask, and you can ask me a question there, all right? And I've got a bunch I still have to get to, so bear with me. Uh, I will be answering uh, all of these questions that are coming in by voicemail and comments on the blog. And again, I just wanted to reach out there and just say thank you so much for leaving iTunes reviews and feedback and comments and, and all that stuff. It really does... Help me stay motivated doing this show because, you know what, if I'm not impacting anyone doing this show, why do it? I mean, really. Uh, But I receive so many emails right now, I mean, daily. I mean, I really have to allocate like an hour to an hour and a half a day now answering emails, and that's what I'm doing um, because I just want to be able to connect and reach out to the people that are taking the time to leave a comment or a review or any of that stuff. So again, I just want to say thank you so much for doing that. If you haven't left an iTunes review yet, I would really appreciate it if you would. That would help me out so much. Uh, the podcast is doing really well right now because of you, and uh, we're we're getting uh, on the new and noteworthy uh, listing there, and we've been on there for almost just about since we've launched, and uh, it's it's really really. An awesome ride. So I just want to thank you for that. But if you haven't done so, if you could do me a favor, just do that real quick. That would be awesome. And uh, I really appreciate it. So uh, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, I will be doing more here soon. So so stay tuned. And uh, if you have any questions, of course, let me know and I'll be more than happy to answer them for you. And until then, okay, Till the next time, whatever you're doing, if you're sourcing a product, if you're picking a product, if you're launching a product, do it, right? Just work on it daily, okay? Find some time to work on that particular thing that you're doing and then give yourself some deadlines and get it done. All right. It's the only way it's going to happen for you. All right. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. I'll see you in the next episode and get out there and get things done. Take care. I'll talk to you later.